Today I'm talking all about allergic skin disease in dogs. It can be absolutely miserable for your dog to have to live with this condition, but it can also keep you awake at night as well as them, just as they're scratching themselves to pieces. It has a huge impact on their quality of life, on their well-being, and there's so many things that we can do to manage that. But before we get into those things, I'm Dr. Alex. This is the Our Pets Health podcast, where I aim to bring you pet health topics all designed to help you and your pet live a healthier, happier life. So make sure you're subscribed if that's something that you're interested in. Also, if you head over to ourpetshealth.com, you'll find a wealth of free resources over on my Knowledge Vault. So it contains just a, a load of checklists, of ebooks, calculators, uh, condition guides, that kind of thing, just all designed to help you you look after your pet to the best of your ability. Um, so make sure you check out that resource if that's something you're interested in. But for now, let's get into my six-step strategy for helping to treat and manage a dog with allergic skin disease. There's little worse than having a dog who's scratching all the time, keeping you all awake at night, constantly feeling miserable, you know, while they're scratching themselves to pieces. In fact, I liken a dog who is always itching to a dog who is in constant pain. It's really that bad. So today I'm going to run through the main ways we can treat a dog with skin allergies and discuss the six main options that can make up a successful skin allergy treatment plan to stop your dog scratching all the time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Alex from ourpetshealth.com, helping you and your pet live a healthier, happier life. So if that's something that you're interested in, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. But for now, let's jump into my six steps or my six options for the treatment of skin disease, allergic skin disease in dogs. And the first thing to consider is that you really need to be certain of the diagnosis because there are lots of other causes of scratching, not just allergies. So make sure you check out my other video on the causes of scratching in dogs. But you know, that can be things like fleas, it can be infections, um, it can be mites. You know, there's lots of different things that can cause scratching and long-term scratching in dogs, not just allergies. And because we're talking about a disease that's gonna be with your dog for the rest of their life and is gonna need management, you know, for the rest of their life, maybe with some exceptions which I'll come on to, it's really important that you've got that diagnosis right to start with. And so once you've got that diagnosis, the second step to treating a dog with skin allergies is to avoid what we call flare factors. So that's other things that will cause dogs to itch. So a dog who's got a skin allergy is really gonna be super sensitive to anything else that's gonna cause them to itch. It's not gonna take much for anything else to just tip them over to the edge and for them to start going crazy because they're so itchy. So that involves things like controlling fleas and actually preventing fleas. So having a regular preventative treatment plan for fleas. And again, I've got another video that I'll link in the description down below about that. Um, it involves trying to minimize dust mites. So just doing your normal vacuuming, kind of washing bedding and all that kind of thing, paying particular attention to corners of rooms, just to try and reduce the dust and the dust mites that inevitably build up in our houses. Similarly, reducing pollens. Now that's often not possible completely, depending on what your dog's allergic to. But if, for example, you know that they get especially itchy after running through uh, long grass that's all in it kind of in, in flower and, and pollinating then try and avoid that so um, 
um, avoiding things that you know cause, cause your dog's skin allergies to flare up. It can be avoiding food ingredients if you know that there's something in particular that, again, adds to their level of itchiness. We also need to identify and treat any skin infections promptly, so an allergic dog is much more likely to develop um, bacterial or yeast skin infections, and so we need to kind of identify that at the early stages to treat that effectively. And often when we're doing it early, we can treat that with um, topical treatments, so be that creams or shampoos, but then as things go on, you know, maybe we do need oral medication, so anti-fungal um, medication or antibiotics to treat that infection. So really, we want to be avoiding and managing flare factors um, to the best degree as possible. Possible. So the third consideration in treating a dog with skin allergies is to actually optimize their skin and their coat condition. And there's a number of different ways that we can do that. So there are shampoos that have been shown to really have an effective anti-itch effect, either during a flare-up or as maintenance. But you know, certainly during a flare-up, if you're finding that your dog is you know, get, starting to get a little bit itchy, and they include things like Alamil, um, the Duoxo Calm as well. Um, and they, you know, so, so kind of washing your dog in those, as well as kind of washing out all of the pollens and things that are building up in your coat, they actually do have a proven anti-itch effect. And I'll leave um, links to those down in the description below. Now, other shampoos can be used to maintain so those ones are a little bit more expensive um, so really are best kind of saved and used when your dog is having a particularly itchy time and they're having a flare-up of their disease but we want to be using other shampoos to just to maintain their coat condition to make sure that they're not getting greasy they're not having scale build up built up um, they're again we're kind of flushing we're washing out all of the the pollens and the different things that cause your dog to be itchy from their coat you know depending on on your dog's skin type and their coat type the best shampoo will vary but on average for your average dog then using an oatmeal based one is often the best thing to consider so we really want to be avoiding anything that is soap based or any human shampoos because they can be very drying they're really good at stripping the oils from a dog's coat and skin which actually then causes more problems with itchiness now if even using an oatmeal shampoo or another shampoo that um, you know maybe your vet feels is more appropriate if this if you're finding that the skin is still becoming a little bit dry um, or the coats becoming dry then that's when you can consider using um, a moisturizer or a conditioner after you've shampooed them and then the other way we can optimize kind of skin and coat quality is actually thinking about ear problems. So a lot of allergic dogs, they've got chronic intermittent ear problems. They often get really waxy ears, which then leads to inflammation and infection. And so we can think of the kind of the lining of the ear canal as just another part of normal skin. And so to try and prevent ear infections, we can consider regular ear cleaning. So using an ear cleaner, it will help mobilize the wax. It will help get the wax out of the ear. So we're not getting that build up there. They also have a drying effect and they have an antibacterial effect as well and an anti-yeast effect. So while they're not particular antibiotics or anti fungals they will have an effect to just dampen down uh, any overgrowth that's going on there and then the fourth part of treating skin allergies in dogs is to use anti-allergy medication and there's a number of different things again that we can use for this so short term we can use topical steroids so something like cortivance um, and that's really good as well so it's a spray and um, you just spray onto a particularly itchy patch so it's much better for localized areas so when you've just got one particular area that your dog kind of really targets all the time then something like cortivance is a really good idea to, to just dampen down that inflammation and control the disease. There are also creams and things that you can use as well, especially if there is a little bit of an infection building up. Now, prednisone is another drug that we can use. It's very cheap, it works, but there are side effects which can be pretty severe. And I've done a separate video all about steroids and prednisone treatment in dogs and cats, so you can check that out. Again, I'll leave the link down in the description below. 
Really, we're fortunate that we've got a couple of other drugs that have really only kind of become available in the last few years. So Apoquel is a really targeted treatment for allergic skin disease. It also has some anti-inflammatory action. It's a medication that's generally very well tolerated. It doesn't come with the side effects of steroids. And so it's definitely something to consider and it's probably the better option. Well, it's definitely the better option if we're having to treat a dog long-term with oral medication. And then more recently, we've um, got a drug called Cytopoint, which is really a highly targeted treatment that doesn't work in all allergic skin disease, but instead works just for atopic dermatitis. So that is, if you think of that like a hay fever for dogs, it's when we've got an allergy, a specific allergy to, to pollens and other, um, other things kind of floating around in the environment. So it's a specific form of allergic skin disease. But so, what Cytopoint is, it's an injection. It lasts for about a month, depending on the dose you're given. And that actually, the, the dose that is licensed depends on where you are in the world. So in some parts of the world, we're giving an injection. It lasts for one month and we give a treatment every month. In other parts of the world, the, 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 the dose that's licensed is a little bit higher and then it's like it tends to work for maybe six weeks maybe a little bit more and the aim of that is that we actually give an injection when the itch comes back now whether that's the best idea or not um, you know is up for discussion but you know you might read different things is the bottom line about what the appropriate dose is for that but Cytopoint seems to work incredibly well it's very good at maintaining um, a dog's treatment so that they're really not itchy at all but it may not be appropriate for all allergic um, cases of allergic skin disease like I say and it may also be not be appropriate to start treatment with because it doesn't have that anti-inflammatory effect um, that may be really important to get an, a dog who's already itchy to stop them itching. Now there are other drugs that we can use that we often will use maybe in addition so antihistamines can potentially be used they're really not as effective in dogs as they are in people so they they may provide a small benefit but the response actually is high, highly variable and so they shouldn't be relied upon as the sole treatment and some dogs really are just not going to respond at all and also only specific antihistamines will work so we can't think of antihistamines all as the same thing so you know, they are something to consider, but they're not the be all and end all. And then other less common drugs that we use um, include things like interferon um, or cyclosporin as well. Right, so diet is the fifth piece of the puzzle when it comes to treating allergic skin disease. And that's really because we can get food allergies. Now, food allergies, they're not as common as a lot of people will make out, but the only way to diagnose them is to do a diet trial. So what a diet trial is, it is feeding a novel protein and carbohydrate to a dog. So that is a, a protein source and ideally a carbohydrate source as well that they've never come across in their life. So that can be challenging. That said, there are a few what we call hydrolyzed diets, which are very effective and kind of gets around this fact that a dog may have eaten the, the kind of the main components. Um, but yeah, a diet trial is the only way to diagnose a food allergy. You might read about um, blood tests that there are to, to find out what a dog is allergic to in the diet, but really they don't work. They're not reliable at all, no matter what you read, um, you know, by the, the generally the people who are um, kind of selling that test. Really, they're not appropriate. Now, blood testing, I'll come on to that for other forms of allergic skin disease in my next point. Um, so they're not useless for all forms of allergic skin disease. But the other thing we need to think about with diet, we need to be storing it in a clean, sealed container. We want to try and avoid warm and humid areas. And that's really to reduce um, storage mites that kind of naturally uh, can contaminate, certainly kibble, so dry dog food, if we're storing it inappropriately, you know, especially if it's a big bag, a big batch that we're storing inappropriately 
for a longer period of time. Now diets that are particularly beneficial to skin also include um, omega-6 and omega-3 fat, essential fatty acids. Uh, really they have a beneficial effect of improving the skin barrier function so it, it makes the skin become a lot less leaky if you like to the things that are trying to cause the itch. But um, our essential fatty acids they also have an anti-inflammatory effect so they can just reduce the inflammation that's going on within the skin and so as you can imagine reduce the level of itch. Now these things are included in skin specific diets as well as a few other bits and pieces like higher zinc levels that can really just improve skin condition and skin diets make a massive difference. That said you can also add supplementation with our essential fatty acids so our omega-6 and our omega-3 fatty acids and there are a number of different sources uh, that you'll see for those but really a fish based source is by far the best so an oily fish so typically that would be cod liver oil um, and that's much better than using something like flaxseed oil which is something that a lot of people will do and the reason is is that flaxseed oil the, the components within flaxseed oil need to be converted to other fatty acids to have that anti-inflammatory effect and dogs really aren't able to do that efficiently. So it might have high levels of omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids but they're actually not available for use by the dog. So if you're going to supplement then supplement with a fish oil but talk to your vet before you're doing that because not all fish oils are appropriate. Um, there are problems with some so they might have if you're talking about human versions they might have a sweetener added, they might have extra vitamins added and both of those things can actually cause really serious diseases or even be if we're thinking of sweeteners um, and is, uh, with something called xylitol which is you know absolutely deadly so talk to your vet before supplementing with any any type of oil unless you're giving a skin diet in which case you don't need to supplement with extra oils at all and then finally at number six as I've just mentioned blood tests do play a role not with dietary allergies but with atopic dermatitis so when a dog's got essentially a bit like hay fever. So what we can do is we can take a little blood test, we can send that off and we can find out exactly what it is that a dog is allergic to. Now ideally that would then allow you to kind of help your dog avoid those sources of things that are causing itch. The problem is is that often that's pollens that are in the trees and kind of where you where you live and there's just no getting away from that. What we can then do though is we can give something called immunotherapy. So that is essentially like a, a vaccine for the thing that your dog is allergic to. And what we do here is we give an injection. Um, we start off maybe every two weeks, but then get, drop it down to maybe monthly. Really, it depends on what your dog's allergic to, how many different things they're allergic to, and um, the, the, the kind of the vaccine manufacturer's instructions. But this vaccine is made specifically for your dog, um, and we'll have these course of injections, like I say, often for a month, over the course of, generally for a couple of years. This is the only treatment that has the potential to cure a dog of atopic dermatitis. So, you know, really that can be quite powerful. This is a disease that typically comes about in kind of in the early stages of life. So we'll get this developing between about one and five years of age. So, you know, that's potentially then a long time that a dog is going to have to live with its allergic skin disease. So if we can cure it, fantastic. The downsides are that the allergy testing and the immunotherapy, they are going to be a little bit more expensive. But again, if we do manage to cure, and not every dog is going to be cured with this treatment, um, but if we do manage to get a cure over the lifetime of your pet, then of your dog, then actually the treatment might work out much cheaper in the long run. 
So those are the six things to consider, the six categories to consider when it comes to treating a dog with allergic skin disease. Um, I'd really love to hear your thoughts on that. If you've got a dog with allergic skin disease, you know, what are you already doing to, to treat them, to manage them on a long-term basis? You know, have you had any problems with that, with side effects or just struggling to control things? You know, that's not uncommon. And I often say to my, my clients and to my patients that really skin disease can be incredibly frustrating because there's no one size fits all and it can take some time to work out exactly what is the best treatment for an individual dog and that's for a number of different reasons like I say because there's no one size fits all and response can be different but also because the response can take some time before we can see the benefits so in the case of kind of dietary management or adding supplements you know it's going to take 8 to 12 weeks before we're seeing the benefit or the true benefit of that so things can be very frustrating but stick with it consider all of these different things and I'm sure your dog will be nice and comfortable and they won't be scratching all the time and the flare-ups that happen won't be as frequent as won't be severe but for now that's it from me I'm Dr Alex this is our pets health because they're family so I hope you found that interesting. I hope it gave you some really practical, actionable steps that you can take if your dog has a skin allergy, if they're itching all the time. Make sure you check out the show notes for the links um, to the products, kind of the shampoos especially that I was talking about. You know, they play a big role and they can definitely reduce the need for drugs and for other treatments as well. So make sure you check out those. Um, and also remember, if you head over to ourpetshealth.com, you can find a link to the Knowledge Vault. So that's where all of my free downloads are. And there's going to be something for everybody in there. It's a constant growing resource library so i'd encourage you to check that out but for now i'm dr alex this is the our pets health podcast take care